Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has now cracked down on the truckers. People are being trampled in the streets by mounted policemen. Today we interview Greg Hill, who has something to say about this. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we'd like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live guest and a new friend of the program. Greg Hill is a Canadian, a former military pilot with the Royal Canadian Air Force, and now advocates for freedom of the transportation industry in Canada, especially among pilots, but now recently for Canadian truckers who have been under fire and protesting the vaccination mandates and their loss of freedoms even to travel or to do business across Canada. Welcome to the program, Greg Hill. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, thanks so much. It's an honor to be here. Yes, sir, so let's get right to it. Uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has now ordered a crackdown. They are freezing the bank accounts, arresting truckers, putting them in jail. We've seen video now of, and we'll have that a little bit later, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, right, on their horses, trampling people in the streets. Uh, you have a different organization that advocates for freedom. You stand in solidarity with the truckers, or their vision at least, uh, and you lead freetofly.ca. What does your organization do? Well, really we're advocating for the uh, the freedoms of every Canadian coast to coast. So the largest part of our membership is really made up of passengers who've had their mobility rights uh, taken away from them. We're, we're a vast country. So trying to get from one end to the other, uh, you know, it's a multi-day mission to get uh, to get across the country, but it's it's not just those mobility rights. It's our charter rights across the spectrum that have really been uh, violated and trampled over these past couple of years. And the past few weeks have seen a rapid, rapid uh, pullback of, of these rights across the spectrum, especially with the enactment of this uh, emergency act that occurred on the 14th of uh, February. And subsequent to that is is what you're talking about. You know, that's that scene is the one with the horses, of course, is incredibly disturbing, but that's just one of many that, that have, uh, have emanated from our Parliament Hill, which is the equivalent of your uh, your capital in the States. Right, and the Canadian Charter, as you say, is like your equivalent of our Constitution, which gives you specific enumerated rights as citizens, and, and I wanna talk about religious freedom in a few moments, but uh, more broadly, you're concerned that passengers cannot fly from city to city. What is the restriction? What is the mandate if you wanna get on an airplane? Uh, well, to make it very short, uh, you you cannot, uh, and if you're not vaccinated, that's that's the sum total of it. it it's actually quite complex. It's uh, it's buried in what's called an interim order, which is rather difficult to parse. But there is uh, allowance within there. The same is for employees for religious or medical accommodations. But what we've seen is, and some of our airlines have gone so far as to come out publicly and say that they can't foresee any time where they would. Um, 
approve a, a religious accommodation. And we've seen amongst our employees that's that's really been the case for the vast majority as well, and not just within the aviation sector, but uh, we're seeing the same thing with university students. Uh, that, that for the vast majority, it's been it's been denied. And, and within our system here, there's a Supreme Court ruling a number of years ago uh, called Amsalom, and it made it very clear that all you need to do is draw a clear nexus between your sincerely held religious beliefs that you state and articulate, uh, and then those religious beliefs are, uh, should be respected. But what we've seen is the government, uh, both at the provincial and the federal level, come out and make all sorts of additional requirements well outside the law, uh, demanding letters from pastors, uh, certificates of baptism, et cetera, et cetera. And even with those additional pieces uh, put in there, uh, they have, for the majority, uh, been denied. You know, these are these are matters of private faith, which for many they found it difficult even, you know, humbly beseech their employer or their airline to allow them the the bare, you know, the bare modicum uh, in, in a democratic society is the protection of minorities. And at this point, a lot of our religious community are minorities. And rather than, than defending these minorities, what we're seeing the government do is, uh, is weaponize every tentacle of the state to smoke out these minorities and, and deny them their foundational rights. Uh, so it's gravely concerning. So there is a religious persecution element to what's happening in Canada. We have interviewed on our show, Pastor Artur Pawlowski uh, out of Alberta, who, who he was thrown in jail repeatedly and harassed by the Canadian government, especially the provincial government of Alberta, uh, because his church near Calgary just opened for Sunday worship on, on Easter Sunday. Uh, and then, you know, the, the, the ridiculous lengths to which the Canadian government or even uh, Trudeau as prime minister are going to arrest Christians or forbid them access to airplanes or even grocery stores. I have my own story of having visited Canada lately. Uh, this is now putting Christians on the line where they're freezing bank accounts, they're denying donations to come into the country from America and truckers have begun to be arrested. I wanna get your reaction to that and we'll show the video of the Mounties trampling the civilians with horseback right after this short break. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you how do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels, and demons. Every mention in the Bible 
Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God. But we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Greg Hill who is uh, a couple hours east of Toronto, he's calling uh, via Skype from t from uh, Ontario, Canada today to give his reaction. And Greg, again, you lead sort of a, a, an association of pilots and passengers who feel restricted and they cannot travel in Canada unless they obey the government mandates. And that means Christians cannot get on an airplane or if they object to the vaccine, uh, you know, I'm a Christian and I do not object to the vaccine, but I will defend to the death those who de de demand the right to have their conscience freely respected as would be required under the charter of the Canadian constitution. Yeah, it's, it's a broad spectrum of society and that's really what we've seen uh, up in, in Ottawa. I was there uh, every weekend uh, that it, uh, right up until things went really sideways uh, the latter part of last week. And I don't know how to describe it other than the final weekend that I was there was I, I, I watched our nation heal on the streets of Ottawa. You had every um, nation, uh, every, you know, creed, every color. Uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, fraction even within our own society, oftentimes between the French and the English. And you've got, you know, the French and the English, uh, high-fiving and hugging, you've got uh, Sikhs speaking out because this, these, these uh, mandates are affecting every element of society. So the, the banning of, uh, of the flying uh, is just one aspect of it. Uh, you know, and it, it affects, it, 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 there's, I'm out of work, uh, but, but certainly the aviation sector is not the only one that, that's affected. You've got university students, I've talked to doctors who are in the final months of the residency and their career is uh, is put on hold or perhaps ceased because of these mandates. So as an organization, we, we certainly advocate for mobility rights because that's near and dear to the heart of our aviation workers, which, you know, we've got um, flight attendants, uh, maintenance workers, air traffic controllers and everything. But, but really my call over this last uh, week has been for Canadians as a whole to speak up, to not sit silently uh, when watching what is clearly uh, the demise of democracy before our very eyes. Uh, and I think people have a nagging feeling that something is deeply, deeply wrong and sitting in silence, as Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, uh, you know, is, is, is not to speak, is, uh, is, is to speak, right? It's, it's, it's evil itself, so. It's time to speak out. You have a speech that has over a million hits 
that you gave. We're gonna have some excerpts of that in a moment. But you referenced your visit to Ottawa. And this past weekend, there was violence in the streets, not by the citizens. The peaceful citizens were just standing on a public street or on a public sidewalk. And they were trampled by mounted police on horseback, including an elderly woman who was on a, a walker or a mobility scooter. And we're gonna show now the video clip of her being trampled by these policemen. Let's roll that clip. Here comes the horses. So there you saw it. Uh, Greg, she was not the only one injured. What did you see when you were there or what, what news reports have you heard about violence by the police towards your own citizens? Well, I wasn't there the day that everything uh, went, as I say, but I, I watched enough of it uh, live streamed by some very courageous uh, reporters that were there throughout. And uh, we had reporters themselves that were either denied access uh, one was uh, was hit in the leg with uh, either a pepper uh, pepper spray uh, or, or a tear gas canister. It's it's unclear, and I, I like to be careful with the facts. But saw the uh, the bruising and such afterwards. Uh, saw people being grabbed and thrown to the ground and kneed repeatedly. Uh, the live streaming is all over social media, of course. The cameras are out, and, and you would hope that would keep things under control. But the, the truckers themselves did an incredibly good job of insisting on this being peaceful from the get-go, and it really seemed to have worked because the, 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 it was a very antagonistic uh, scenario. And this was really what my, I guess I'll call it a call to courage was about, was, was speaking directly to our military and law enforcement as this emergency act came out because it was clear that we were going to start seeing some of these scenes. And, and I understand that many of these men and women um, they're concerned about losing their jobs and their home and their comfort and their pension and everything else. And I understand firsthand because it would appear that I've, I've lost those myself along with thousands of other Canadians. Um, but to sit silently while this, this happens uh, is, you know, really um, law enforcement and the military are one of the final stop gaps between a state that has gone uh, rogue essentially and the citizens of its nation in terms of to, to serve and protect if we go back to the police motto. So it was a call to remind them of their oath and their, their role to uphold the constitution. We actually had one of our retired RCMP stand on the stage in Ottawa in his full red surge uniform and plead with his uh, fellow police officers to do the same. Uh, and it's a call to the citizens of this nation as a whole that this is how the only way to defeat tyranny and history tells us this time and again is to be willing to absorb sacrifice. Uh, it's not enough to post things on social media. It's not enough to just send letters from home. There's a, there's a time that many of us are called to step forward and be willing to suffer some loss in the process. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I draw, drew a parallel between a famous aviation accident, uh, which, which really, as a word picture, I suppose, speaks to it, I think, uh, rather tragically. Well, the truckers, and 
we're trying to get one of their spokesmen, uh, Thomas Homan, to come on our show, and he has written a letter that's been published. They, they want two things, very simple. They want ending the mandates and freedom of movement. And, and the ability of truckers to do their jobs with or without the vaccines, they should be allowed to provide food to people's tables. They should be allowed, and, and they're being restricted. Although they also you know, blocked up traffic in certain areas and they were called terrorists for that and they've been thrown in jail for blocking traffic as a, as a means of friendly protest. Um, they have a point here and you made the same point in the speech that you gave with over a million views now. Uh, where can people find that speech and what did you say? Well, that was the gist of it. I, I went back to say, uh, well, I started it out saying there, there's a famous uh, phrase, famous, I guess it's a well-known phrase in aviation. And I said, here it is, this is stupid, which sounds comical. Um, but the background of that was was the Tenerife accident that some may or may not recall. And it was two 747s taxiing around in dense fog on the island of Tenerife. And they'd ended up there because it had been a very long day. They diverted uh, due to some uh, some other other reasons. So this the, this KLM flight was waiting to take off, and two of the crew members uh, had concerns through and unknown to them on the far end of the, the departure end of the runway they were getting ready to leave on. A Pan Am flight was sitting, but they couldn't see it because of the fog. And the captain, who um, I think I believe is a training captain. He believed it was uh, it was clear, uh, and so he said we're going. And he put the throttles up. And as they're trundling down the runway, the the first officer, who had clearly been concerned, meekly kind of said, "Are they not clear?" And uh, the KLM flight ended up slicing through the Pan Am flight, and 583 people perished. The worst to this day aviation disaster in in history. Wow. And so the parallel with that is is I believe, and not just within law enforcement and the military, but across society, we there's many and key positions of influence, be they media, business, law enforcement, or otherwise, that have a nagging feeling of this is wrong, this is stupid, this is dangerous and yet they're remaining silent. And when we remain silent, dangerous, terrible things can happen. And we're starting to see that with our society. Uh, and there's those in politics, I believe, that are having the same nagging suspicion and it's time to speak out and it's time to speak out and to be willing to absorb cost in the process. Because if you keep your home and you keep your pension, sure, you'll sit in your rocker in your 70s, uh, you know, enjoying what's left of your pension, I suppose, if inflation doesn't consume it all, but you'll watch your children and grandchildren live in a uh, in a dark, tyrannical society because that's the trajectory that we're on. Uh, and unless we do something to arrest it, and the only way to arrest it, like I said, the lessons of history say, are courageous people speaking up, standing up, and being willing to suffer the loss of comfort and security in the process. Uh, and so I say to, to, to those in positions of power uh, that think they can, can crush us, you can take my comfort, you can take my security, my job, my home, but you will never, ever steal from, from me my desire and my willingness to stand for freedom and to speak out. And I would call the rest of my Canadians to do the same. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll see if there are political consequences to Justin Trudeau. Could he lose in the upcoming elections after this? Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. 
My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Greg Hill, who is speaking for Canadian pilots and uh, Canadian passengers who have been restricted in their movement, standing in, in allegiance with the Canadian truckers who have been protesting for their freedom. They only want two things, uh, end or at least begin schedule the end of the mandates and freedom of mobility their ability to go back to work and do their jobs and for Canadians to be able to fly and, and drive freely from coast to coast. I recently visited Canada. Uh, it, was, it was hard to get in because you have to go through all kinds of you know, vaccination tests and, and nose tests and double tests and, and then every store I visited while I was in Canada, they stop you at the door. You cannot enter unless you have your vaccination card and uh, you're wearing a mask. So my question to Greg Hill, who's live from Ontario today, how can people buy their groceries if they're not vaccinated? Are you allowed into the stores or not? Yeah, it doesn't affect, uh, I mean, I'm not saying this as if I'm, I'm grateful for, for where things are at, but in my province uh, in, in particular in Ontario, uh, the mandate right now has to do primarily with um, restaurants, uh, the grocery stores and, and those staples, it has not been affected net yet. Now, having said that, the province of Quebec, their big box stores did restrict uh, unvaccinated. So, you know, you had scenes where if, if people had to show up at Walmart to get their uh, prescription filled, they had to stand inside a plexiglass little box and have someone come back uh, and forth as if they were an animal to uh, to bring their uh, their prescription to them. So it's not affecting uh, groceries. Uh, now, I, I say that with some caution because uh, we need to be on guard for where, like I said before, where this trajectory is going. Uh, so as far as, as certain, the inter like if you have a child that uh, is playing hockey, for instance, and, and you're a, a hockey-loving parent, 
you're not allowed to go in and watch your child's practice or game or anything else uh, unless you are uh, are vaccinated and can show your uh, show your papers to use wow. the proverbial statement, right? Show your papers. That that sounds to me like the former Soviet Union. You cannot travel from state to state unless you show your papers. Uh, and that's what I experienced when I visited Canada myself. Uh, let me switch to the politics of this. There is now movement in the polls against Justin Trudeau. Last I saw, he has like a 17% approval rating. Uh, he has been on the run. He has been hiding from the truckers. Now he's going the other direction with uh, demanding emergency powers to punish them as terrorists, to freeze their bank accounts, to put them in jail. And he, he commanded the, the police, of course, around Ottawa. You see the police spokesman, police chief, coming out and saying, yeah, we're gonna continue to go after those truckers. Uh, they're gonna seize their uh, trucks. They're going to kill their dogs if a dog was left in the truck. Uh, just terrible overbearing policemen. We showed the video of the Mounties trampling citizens in the streets. When is enough enough for the Canadian voters? Do you see a backlash in the upcoming elections? Well, the problem is uh, we just went through a federal election, so there is, uh, you know, unless we end up with a no-confidence vote, uh, and there's a slim chance that they, actually, ironically, as we're speaking today, our parliament is convening in an emergency session to discuss the, the, this emergency act. It it's, has seven days to be approved by parliament. So we're in the, they're in the midst of that right now, uh, and it, I would, I, I don't want to speculate, but I, I, they've got the RNDP party um, probably going to vote along the same lines as the Liberals. Um, so yeah, it's a, and it's not just the truckers that they're they're going after. It's anybody who's donated uh, as well as far as these freezing of, of bank accounts and otherwise. So yes, the approval ratings are very low, and we've said throughout as an organization, Free Fly, along with many other who are advocating for freedom in our nation. The narrative is everything right now. That's the battleground because whether you're a CEO, a politician. Um, uh, a judge in a court or otherwise, there there is a real propensity with with pop, you know what you'd say is populist governance to sway to the winds of public opinion. And so until public opinion shifts, it's it's really not the the time to start pushing this. But I would say what we've seen as we, thousands and thousands of people uh, lined our highway overpasses, and what you saw in Ottawa, the enormous outpouring of love and, and peaceful support. Uh, the, the, the narrative is shifting, uh, and that's uh, we're starting to see some of these mandates uh, rolled back to an extent provincially. Now, I would speak to some caution with that, because really, until we ban things like vaccine passports and remove some of these powers, uh, or even you know get uh, some inquiries into how we got to this really disastrous place for democracy that we're at, uh, it's a little bit just breadcrumbs, right? Oh, you don't have to wear your mask, but. I appreciate yeah, so that. Greg, we're out of time, but I, w I do wanna say, I'm not supporting GoFundMe anymore because they refuse to give your donations to the truckers as pledged. Instead, I'm supporting Give, Send, Go. It's a Christian organization. You can donate to the truckers or anybody else through givesendgo.com and we're out of time. Our thanks to Greg Hill, freetofly.ca. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, 
How can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 